0: My name is Farah Osbeck. Welcome to Military Law Matters, the podcast that arms you with knowledge so you don't become a victim of injustice. So, today we're on part six of our series on upgrading your military discharge 10 things you need to know. Um, so, we're on part six. Basically, um, part six, again, this goes along with my guide um, that I put together, and it's a guide that it has the 10 things you need to know. It's on my website, farahosbeck.com, and you can download that and follow along. But this number six is really, you know, what does the board look at when determining whether you have a conditioner experience that occurred during military service? So for someone who hasn't been listening to the other podcasts, we're I'm doing a little series of uh, 10 things you need to know if you're going to try to upgrade your discharge. And now I'm specifically focusing on there's new DOD guidance, new as in actually a couple of years ago, and it was new, and then the... Latest guidance was in August of 2017. And DOD has, you know, if you have certain conditions, then the, they they are advising and telling the different boards that you need to evaluate a veteran's condition. For example, if a veteran had PTSD or TBI or experienced sexual assault or sexual harassment, you need to look at these discharges liberally and look at the evidence as to whether this condition or experience affected, um, caused, or there's their nexus between that and their discharge. So that's kind of what we're focusing on. And the sixth thing is, you know, again, what does the board look at when they're determining whether the condition or experience occurred during military service? So what this memo um, that was written in August was published August 25th, 2017 says is, so generally if you have a diagnosis made by a licensed psychiatrists or psychologists that the condition existed during the military service, you this will receive liberal consideration. So again, licensed psychiatrist says you have one of those conditions. Another thing it says is if you, if there's a determination now made by the Veterans Affairs, right? Department of Veterans Affairs, the VA, that a veteran's mental health condition including PTSD, TBI, sexual assault, or harassment, is connected to military service. The memo says this is it's not binding on the Department of Defense, but it's pretty persuasive. So if you have something from the VA, it doesn't mean the OD has to accept it, right, because it's a different agency, but it's pretty persuasive. So persuasive means, you know, it's, it's, it's good evidence. Um, it's persuasive evidence that the condition existed or experienced occurred during military service. Um and the other thing it talks about regarding whether the condition or experience uh, occurred during military service DOD says that liberal consideration is not required for cases involving pre-existing con- conditions which are not determined to have been aggravated so if you had a pre-existing condition that is causing you to commit misconduct that's that's doesn't apply to this unless it was aggravated by military service so I mean, I really can't think of an example, but let's say you had a, some mental health condition that occur, you know was prior to your service, and this is causing you to commit misconduct. This does not apply to that because it applies to PTSD, TBI, um, sexual assault victim, or sexual harassment victim. So that's pretty much black and white what the memo says. You know, these are the things we're going to look at. But of course, you know, there's other rules that say if you don't even have any of this, they're still going to kind of look at. Um, You know, liberal consideration is, you know, the buzzwords here. So anyway, um, that's pretty much it. But again, you know, these are the things you need to think about when you're putting your case together or thinking, what are you going to submit to the BCMR or the DRB? You know, the better evidence you have, the better chance you have, better likelihood of upgrading your discharge. But if not, if you don't have anything, there's other evidence you could use to support the condition you experienced, uh, for example, you might have been a victim of a sexual assault, and you know there's witnesses who remember it and submit statements on your behalf. So, um, again, it's best to really talk to someone who knows how to do these cases and can just you know give you some ideas of what you need to do for your application. But there's definitely um, you know a lot of very detailed guidance out there, and the ma- main thing is you need to articulate what condition you had, the misconduct you, and then show that the misconduct you commit was due to the condition you had that occurred during military service. That's the bottom line. And the more evidence you have, the better evidence you have, the more likelihood you have of having your upgrade discharge, um, your discharge upgraded. And, and frankly, you know, I I keep talking about discharge upgraded but you can also ask for your narrative reason to be changed as well or your reenlistment code. I guess we're always you know used to talking about upgrading discharges but that's not all you're asking for. A lot of times you're asking for your narrative reason to be changed and also your reenlistment code. So um you know for those of you who just kind of listen to this it might not flow and maybe you're just in the middle of this podcast and wondering what we're talking about. You need to go back and listen to part 1 cuz it's a little series of talking about things you need to know, issue spotting if you are looking to upgrade your discharge because one of these factors may, in fact, apply to you. And if it doesn't apply to you, the rules are, again, just general. If you didn't have PTSD or TBI or sexual assault um or sex or sexual harassment and you are trying to upgrade your discharge, it's just the general rules again, the DRB guidance of inequity and propriety, or the BCMR rules of inequity or injustice. So you still have to show that it's just these special rules don't apply to your case, but you still have make the same arguments, same, you know, evidentiary rules. You just don't have the special liberal considerations regarding those four things. So I hope that makes sense. Um, I'm going to end it at that. That's It's kind of straightforward. Um, as always, if you have any questions, feel free to give me a call or send me an email. Until next time, um, have a great week until we connect again next time. And remember, never, ever give up because I believe there is always hope.